Today's episode contains some material and language that might not be suitable for everyone. Discretion is advised. So if you're a child, this might not be for you. Welcome to the Plum Forest Podcast, where we give you modernized versions of classical Chinese fables and short stories. Just like every other episode, please make sure to hit that like, subscribe, and follow button, or even leave a comment, because it lets me know that you're listening, and I like that. I hope everyone is enjoying the summer as best as they can while staying safe. We find ourselves in a weird, weird, weird time, but let's try to come together as one and beat the shit out of this stupid fucking corona shit. I'm so over this. Let's just work together to beat it. A mask is a great step, and if you need one, please check out our website where we sell awesome masks that can help you kick this disease to the curb. But on a much lighter and happier note, we got an all-new episode that is straight up off the wall. This episode is one that has to do with dreams and arguing between two animals. It's another one of those episodes where animals are talking to each other and You know that they're weird, but at the same time, it's pretty interesting. I mean, who doesn't like talking animals? I'm looking at you, Simba. The original of this story was written after the Warring States period as a tale to inform people about some fantasy-esque stuff that went on during that time. But we all know those tales change over time and are all like that game Telephone, which was very fun, by the way. But the original of this story was called Jiang Jun Lai Yi, which directly translates to the general that relied on an ant. But some of the translation of it also call it stuff like the ant and the general, or the general, the bird and the ant, but I like my version of it better, so we're using that one. And with a title like that, you can see the road that this story is about to go down. Well, with that being said, let's just hop into today's story. The Thirsty Army. Many years ago in China, there was a time called the Warring States Period. And this isn't a history lesson, so I'm not going to go too deep on this, but you can guess what was going on during this time by the name being the Warring States Period. One of the kings of these areas was losing battle after battle and didn't know what the hell he was going to do, so he needed to try something new. So, like any good king, he found a man he thought would be a great general and put him in charge of a huge army. His army was fucking huge. It was the second largest army of the king, and this new general was put in charge. The general, we're going to call him Larry, was a pretty smart general good dude. He listened to his men and like Maximus in the movie Gladiator, his men and officials trusted him even though he wasn't too battle tested yet. Don't worry, this story isn't like that movie with him doing the father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and I will get my vengeance. Okay, I'm just going to be honest, I just wanted to say that into the microphone. Anyways, this general had a good head on his shoulders and his men respected him. He needed to start advancing his men, and this was no easy task. A drought had hit the area recently, so one of the biggest concerns of this general and his officers was water. Side note, it's summertime everyone, stay hydrated, drink water please. 
As the army traveled around, they found themselves staying at an area and one of his officials came into his hut and needed to tell him something very urgently. Mr. General, I have some urgent news. What's going on now? Our men are out of water. We've sent our men out in every goddamn direction and they found nothing. One troop was sent to dig up wells to try and get something, but there's no fucking water anywhere. We're starting to lose horses because there's no water. And when horses go down, that means our men are next. Horses? How's my buttercup doing? Buttercup is tired, and we can't really give her any water at this point. My precious buttercup, no! I know, sir, it's a travesty. We've already lost 44 men, and that number is probably going to go up without water. It's like a bazillion degrees out there, and there's no fucking water anywhere. All right, out of the way... Me and Buttercup are going to find some fucking water. Just as he finished his sentence, he rushed out of the hut and headed to go find his Buttercup. He filled his satchel and hopped up onto Buttercup and headed off into the distance to search for water. General Larry hauled ass on Buttercup and by the end of the day, he found nothing or any signs of water. The next day, he jumped back up on Buttercup and kept searching for water, but just like the day before, he found nothing. And by the second day, Buttercup was starting to not do very well. She was getting real thirsty. On the third day, he tried to get Buttercup to gallop, but couldn't get anything out of his trusty steed, and that afternoon, he needed to take a break. Because, you know, he didn't have water either and was getting dehydrated. Everyone needed water. General Larry found a shady spot for him and his horse to relax. And just as the horse laid down, he began feeding Buttercup some green leaves to give her the needed hydration. But it wasn't enough. As he laid there, he began to plead to the gods above. Come on, give me a break. I need some fucking water for my men. We've tried to please you as much as we can. Did our king fuck up? Did I fuck up? Did our men fuck up? Why are you punishing us? I'm going to take a quick nap to try and recoup some of my energy and give me a fucking sign, please. We're at the end of our rope. Just give me a fucking sign. General Larry laid his head on a soft mound of dirt and began to doze off in his anger to the gods. After a short while, he cracked open his eyes to see an ant crawling just a little bit in front of his eyes. And just behind the ant was a bird mean mugging the shit out of that ant. Just as the bird was about to enjoy a quick snack that was the ant, the ant said to the bird, Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's just slow this the fuck now. You big bitch, you already ate half my family members. You even ate my cousin Ron. Ron was an asshole. Nobody liked Ron. Nobody even wants to talk to Ron, let alone eat Ron. I don't care what the fuck you say. I've got a mouth to feed. My mouth to feed. Why don't you just slow your roll there, bud? You can eat all of us ants, and I'm sure you'll be full. You'll feel great about it, but we're not the ones you need to worry about. Let me ask you this. What are you going to do when a man comes and uses one of those nets on you? Or what are you going to do when they fire an arrow at you? Good luck out running a fucking arrow. The fuck you talking about? We shouldn't be eating other animals. We need to fight the common power. Those fucking humans, they're ruining it for all of us. How about you let me go, and I can continue trying to get food to feed my family? 
Why should I give a fuck about you or your fucking family? You know how many eggs I have to feed? Last time I counted, I had over 150 eggs. That's 100 eggs plus 50 more eggs. That's so many fucking mouths to feed and you're gonna kill all of them if you kill me. I have to feed those damn eggs when they hatch. Tell your sob story to someone else. I gotta eat, so I guess you're fucked. Have you not looked around? What are you, stupid? Look at those grains. Look at that wheat. Look at that rice. Look at all this shit. I can't eat any of this. But you know who can eat this? Birds. Go eat that stuff instead of me. All I want to do is go home and take care of my eggs and make sure they grow up to be happy ants. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Humans fucking love me. Listen to my songs. Their kids play with my feathers and shit. Yeah, okay, cool. Sometimes they'll catch us. But you know what else they do? What? They raise us in cages. Listen to our songs hours on end. We're like the Miley Cyrus of the goddamn animal kingdom. They fucking put us in their goddamn music halls. Has anyone ever done that for an ant? I don't know who the fuck Miley Cyrus is, but let's not get carried away here, Mr. Bird. Well, shit, why well, stop there? You know what else we do for men? I had a cousin. Used to carry letters. Like the goddamn post office. Way more useful than some little piss ant. So why should I give a fuck about you, other than, you know, my dinner? <laughs> oh, oh. Listen to this bird right here. That is where you are oh so wrong, my feathered friend. This goober of a general right here, this dumbass and his horse, they're in a huge situation. Look at his lips. Look at his dry, pasty lips. They're both about to die from dehydration. And you think you're going to save that man? Anasaurs? Not only are these two dehydrated, but I can guarantee you his entire army is looking for water. Why the hell do you think they're out here? Looking for water. And us ants? Well, we can't travel that far. You know what else we need? Water. So you know what that means, don't you? I'm sure you're about to tell me. <laughs> I am about to tell you. That means that us brilliant fucking ants always put our homes near water. So maybe we should show them where this water is, and then those barbarians in the north won't wipe this idiot's army out of the history books. You're so full of shit. What the fuck are you blabbering about? An ant save an army? <laughs> you obviously don't know anything about history. This would not be the first time we've saved an army. You remember a few years back when those, I don't know, those dudes in the east were fighting the guys in the west? Yeah, when they burned all the villages, burned my fucking home. Exactly. Now you're catching on. Those idiots in the east that burned your home down, they were about to die of dehydration just like this clown right here. So you know what their general did? He found an ant trail. And guess what that ant trail led them to? Yeah, let me guess. Again with the fucking water? You bet your ass it led them to water. The ant then puffed out his little ant chest. Ha <laughs> That's the biggest load of shit I've heard in a long time. You ants don't do shit. All you do is fuck things up. You know it, and I know it. What do you mean, fuck things up? Well, a while back, you remember the tower over on, uh, uh Mount Presticle? You remember the one that fell down, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, of course I remember that tower falling down at Mount Presticles. Crushed my grand-aunt's home with all her kids. Well, I'll tell you this, it wasn't the wind that blew it over. It wasn't the rain. Shit, what, no storm? No earthquake? You know what the fucking caused that thing to fall down? You fucking ants not at the foundation. That's what caused that shit to fall. How'd you know that? I can fly, motherfucker. We hear things, you little shit. We don't cause trouble like you little fucks. Here, I'll make you a deal. You lead that asshole over there to some water, I'll let you live. You can finally play the world back for all the bullshit you've done. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I will take that bet. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to save this dumb human general. Then I'm going to save his pathetic little horse. 
And then I'm going to save his entire army. The bird and the ant shook hands. Well, you know, they shook whatever type of hand an ant has and the bird used its wing. You get what I mean. The bird gave him a smirk and the ant rushed over to the general's ear and whispered into his ear. Listen up, dumbass. When you wake up, get your fat ass up and go down this hill. You'll see my ant brothers on their ant highway, on their beautiful ant highway. Follow them down the hill. Don't crowd them. Don't rush them. Follow them. They'll lead you to a great cave with this beautiful freshwater spring. That's going to save you and your entire army. It's not further than a mile away. Now get up. Go, go. Just as the ant finished his sentence, the general woke up from his sleep. and looked around to see if there were any ants or birds, but none could be found. I swear, I thought I heard an ant talking to me. He glanced over to his horse and noticed that this horse was on its last legs. But he grabbed the reins and began walking down the hill, and after a short while, he noticed a highway full of ants. He looked up to the sky and thought, Holy shit! Was it really a dream? He led his horse along this path of ants down the hill, and after about five or six minutes of walking, they stumbled upon a huge cave with the sound of a stream filling their ears. The horse and Larry rushed into the cave and found a fresh water spring and drank like they were that fat kid in the Willy Wonka when he found the chocolate river. You know, when he got sucked up, and I always thought about that. Why didn't he clog the two? Okay, sorry. With news of this cave, he returned back to his camp and saved the lives of many of his soldiers with the water they had found. What a story that was. It was the ants all along that saved the day. Who would have thought that the ants would be the key to this general saving his army? And I know this isn't real, but you never know, it's kind of interesting to think about. And as I was writing this story, I thought about if that was true about ants always being near water. I mean, it sounds right, but what the hell do I know about the location of ants and their nests? And I love the banter between the bird and the ant. The way those two guys talked to each other was great. But I'll talk about that in a little bit. I also really enjoyed how this dude had this wild ass dream with ants and birds talking and pleading that would end up saving his army's life. Funny how that works out. Also, did anybody notice the name of the horse and what that was a reference to? If you didn't, it was actually a reference to one of my favorite movies of all time, Half-Baked. Buttercup was the diabetic horse that Kenny killed by feeding it so much food. That concept is hilarious in my opinion. There was one point when I was writing the story where I could not stop thinking about when Kenny called the horse Butterstuff in the movie and the cop kept yelling back at him. And I tried to include that, but it didn't really work out as well as I hoped. Well, next time. There's always next time, right? Well, I know you have some questions about these crazy stories, so be sure to check out our subreddit to ask and get some answers for any questions you may have. The voices today were done by a great group of people and they all did a fantastic job. Thanks everyone. The official was done by an absolute nobody and they did an awesome job. Josh from the Media Music Podcast did an amazing job with the voice of the young general. 
Josh has a really cool podcast where he talks about music and TV, films, and video games. And for all those podcaster listeners, Josh makes free intro music for people, and they're amazing. I really wish I would have found him earlier to help us make ours. So, if you need any new music for your podcast, be sure to get into contact with him. Now, as I mentioned before, The Ant and the Bird were done by two old friends of mine named Ray and Tack. Ray and Tack were my old neighbors in college and all around just straight up funny dudes. And the way that they talk to each other is so unique that I actually wrote this story for them to bicker at each other and I got to work with it. It was a dream come true. It was really great to have the opportunity to hear them bicker back and forth again and they just made the story that much better. So be sure to check out the episode notes on our webpage to listen to their projects or even get in touch with them for future work. I had a great group of people to work with this week and I'm super happy with all the work that they did. Thanks. Our website is still hanging out with all sorts of info at plumforestpodcast.com. Our masks are selling like hotcakes and people are getting their postcards all around the world. And our around the world page is getting pretty big with quite a few people. So thanks everyone for making that so amazing. Our Twitter and Instagram are still at Plum Forest Pod and give you news and cool bits of info. So be sure to follow so you don't miss anything. Next week we have an all new episode, so make sure you subscribe and follow so you can already have it downloaded right when it comes out. We don't want to get you waiting, no do we? Well, we'll see you all next week, so take care and stay safe and wear a mask. You just listened to a Where's Kellen production. Nailed it.